The grace and love of our Lord and Savior be with us always. Amen. The word of God we want to consider today is the beginning of our Old Testament reading for this past Sunday, the 11th Sunday after Pentecost. We're looking at Ecclesiastes chapter 1, verse 2. Meaningless, meaningless, says the teacher, utterly meaningless. Everything is meaningless. My dear friends in Christ, even though he nowhere mentions his name in the book of Ecclesiastes, it appears that Solomon, King David's son, was the God-inspired author of the book of Ecclesiastes. Now, if you remember Solomon, he was the king who was given this offer by God that, actually, if you think about it, any one of us would say, oh, if only I could have that offer from God. And what God said to him at the beginning of his reign as the king over Israel is he said to him, ask for whatever you want me to give you. And, well, what really Solomon could have done is he could have asked for wealth or fame or power or pretty much whatever he, his little heart would have wanted, but instead what happened is he asked God for wisdom so that he could be a good king over Israel, over the Israelite nation, over God's people. Solomon said, so give your servant a discerning heart to govern your people and to distinguish between right and wrong. For who is able to govern this great people of yours? God was pleased with Solomon's request and, and because he asked for wisdom to lead the people, well, God said, I'll give you that and I'll give you so much more. He also gave him tremendous wealth and fame and power. And, well, Scripture tells us that Solomon became the wisest man who ever walked the earth, apart from the Lord Jesus, of course, but the wisest human being, pure human being, Jesus, the God-man, of course, but Solomon, the wisest man to walk this earth. But he did have his downfall, of course, because of his fame and his power. The Israelite nation became such a strong nation and made treaties with many of the different nations of the earth. And because of those many treaties, the alliances that often were formed there meant that Solomon took on many different wives. And he ended up amassing hundreds of wives. And and tragically, what those wives did is they led him into their idolatrous worship of their false gods. Well, when we think about Solomon, we may wish that the scripture said something specifically about Solomon so that we could know for without a question at all that he repented of his sin and died as a believing child of God. But the Bible doesn't tell us that specifically, so we do tend to wonder a little bit about Solomon's eternal life or death. But the book of Ecclesiastes 
it, like I said, appears to have been written by Solomon at the end of his life, which does tend to lead us to believe that Solomon, the Holy Spirit, did lead him to see the error of his ways, that the Lord led him to repentance and back to, to faith in the promises of God. Jewish tradition does tell us that Solomon wrote this book as an older man reflecting on his life as he was preparing to die. Solomon wrote, meaningless, meaningless, utterly meaningless, everything is meaningless. And these words, as we begin looking at this reading, it, they are anything but encouraging by itself, taken by itself, this verse is totally discouraging when you think about it. The word meaningless, interestingly enough, it appears 37 times in this short 12-chapter book. And the idea behind the word, the Hebrew word that's used there, is actually the word breath. And so think of that word breath to understand that word. And oh, think of, think of a cold day here in Michigan, a freezing cold day when you breathe and you see your breath for a moment and then it's gone. That's kind of that picture of meaningless in this verse. And well, James in his epistle, he captures the thought behind that word when he wrote, what is your life? You are a mist that appears for a little while and then vanishes. Because it's so fleeting and so unstable, life seems often vain and frustrating, without purpose, empty, meaningless, as Solomon writes in this book and how accurately this seems to describe our life here on this earth. Behind all the hustle and the bustle, beneath all the hustle and the bustle, the, the tinsel and the glitter of this life lurks this terrible sense of emptiness. You often hear people talking about, well, what is the meaning of life? And, and some people never grasp that idea. There's that terrible sense of emptiness, meaninglessness, unless the Lord is in a person's life. And now see, that's the key. That's the key. Our Lord is the only one that can add real meaning to this life, but life is meaningless without the Lord. And actually, if you think about that, Life is meaningless without the Lord. That's such an understatement, a meaningless life. In a sense, you could say that that's one that you live and whether you have success or failure in the life, at the end you die and you're done and that's it. Then see, there really is no meaning. It's done, it's over. But the person who doesn't have the Lord, when his life is over, it's not just that his life is over. It, that person doesn't have the Lord in it, his life. It results in eternal punishment. That's totally, that's not meaningless. That is totally bereft of anything. That's terrible. That's horrible. 
But for us who by the grace of God believe in Jesus, you know, we have a most meaningful life. Our life is our time of grace, the time during which the Holy Spirit comes to us to work on our lives, to make us believing children of God, to help us to grow into, in the faith, and to help us in our efforts to spread the good news about Jesus the Savior. And now see, that's not meaningless. That's meaningful. That's a most meaningful life in the Lord. Amen. Let's pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, thank you for sending us your Holy Spirit and making us your believing children so our life has real meaning, our time to grow in your grace and love. We pray in Jesus' name, amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God the Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you always, amen.